Hi everybody, this is Eric with SmartPot Fabric Planners coming back to you with another great episode of the Growing Revolution Smart Podcast. We have a great guest and a SmartPot super fan coming to us from Kuwait <laughs> in the Middle East, Malzana Albabtain. And I have a yeah. number of questions for her about her background and how she got into gardening and and kind of what she's doing in the Middle East to be an advocate for um, gardening and, and uh, agriculture in general. So thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. So, um, you know, you're kind of a uh, social media, you know, huge personality in, in the Middle East and, and worldwide, I'm sure. Um, can you describe, I guess, wow. your um childhood as far as gardening like is that something you did uh, growing up as a youth not at all um in fact uh, as a child i found plants and agriculture a very boring subject um so i only got into it as a freshman in college by coincidence even so sometimes i imagine my life and i look back what what would it have been without me getting into gardening at that later stage in life so uh, I wasn't a gardener at all. I didn't see people growing their own food around me ever. That may, where, so what yeah. did you go to school for uh, originally? Uh, so as a freshman, I was in visual communications. So that kind of helped me in creating the, the content that I do right now on my page. And um, I'm just a, a creative person and um, having this outlet with my account um, I'm able to, like, it's an outlet for me. And with this niche, which is uh, gardening and healthy cooking, using my own produce, so it's, that's Yeah, nice. I, and it makes sense that your background is kind of in visual communications because your social media posts, mm -hmm. your pictures and videos are, you know, look very professional, you know, uh, like somebody with, with a Thank green you. eye for that sort of thing is doing it. So that, that makes sense. And I think a lot of, People who yeah. go to college end up, you know, finding something else along the road and then traveling down that path. And, yes. you know, whatever leads you to success mm -hmm. is all that really matters, right? Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So, so then you started mm -hmm. your main uh, gardening journey back in, I think, 2009. And uh, was that when you were a freshman in college or, or afterwards? Yes, I was. And, um, you know, it, it hit me like a bus gardening because... I, I fell in love with the hobby and I was so passionate at the beginning. Uh, and so you can imagine me with my classes and this whole college thing was new to me. And I used to take classes with long breaks so I could drive back home, tend to my tomatoes, okay? And then get back to class smelling all tomato-y <laughs> in class. Um, so it was a big part of my, my life then. And uh, I did all of my experiments and um, I learned uh, a lot through YouTube and uh, through articles. And at that time, I created my first um, blog. It was through WordPress. This was before right. social media. And uh, I started from there. Yeah. Nice. So did you end up taking uh, like switching your major to like biology or botany? No, 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 no. You just kind of continue no. to dabble. No, no, okay. no. I yes i was i I was always like uh, entrepreneurial and i knew if i was going to do something in the future i didn't have to study for it 
Uh, I can learn anything um, at this day and age. You can learn anything online 100%. for free if you know I, how I to. I always say yeah. if I had to yeah. do it all over again, I don't know if I would have gone to university because basically everything mm -hmm. that I learned there, I could have learned in books or online courses. So, mm -hmm. you know, w whatever gets yeah. you to where you need to go, that's that's the best way. Yeah. Um, so. So I kind of only chose an, uh, visual communication just because I was good at it. <laughs> so uh, so I, I kind of focused on my side hustles nice, at that time. Nice. Um, I love your Instagram yeah. handle, uh, It All Grows. Now, how did you come up with that? And yeah. is there anything that you found doesn't do well by you? Mm -hmm. So um, there's a song called Chicago by Sufjan Stevens. Are you familiar? Um, and there's in the chorus they go all things grow all things grow um, and then uh, I wanted my blog to be called all things grow and thank god that this was unavailable as a as the blog uh, URL so um, the next thing was it all grows I wanted something with a pun or a play on words at that time and then it all grows when, when I started using it, it just clicked and I fell in love with the handle. And this is what I chose later for my Instagram account as soon as Instagram uh, nice. started. Um, so I had this first mover's advantage into the no. Instagram nice. world. Um, yeah. So what were you mm -hmm. doing before you became a, a gardening influencer? And you know, when did you start uh, the Plant and More company? Um, I was, as we uh, discussed, I was, um, just going through my college experience. Um, and then I quickly decided that this was something I wanted to explore, uh, further because the passion I saw in myself for gardening was unreal. Um, and for me, when I, when I'm passionate about something, I'll, I can self learn it. Um, as I did with photography or with um, video creation. So I went into visual communications already knowing these skills. Um, so um, so uh, I decided that I wanted to do something to do with gardening. And uh, at that time, um, you have to know that in, um, in our local region, gardening wasn't popular, it wasn't trendy. It, w it was something um, that was thought of as a challenge because there's this mainstream idea that our weather is too harsh uh, our climate is too challenging for anyone to dabble with home gardening it'll be too expensive not worth it it's too hot but come to think of it it's only four months of sweltering heat they are four months of you'd melt in these four months but you have eight months of comfortable cool nice weather that you'd want to spend outdoors so um i felt like everyone was um yeah um it, it's worth it to garden. It's worth it to to get into this hobby anyway. So when I saw that it all grows, I wanted to, I did the, um, I, I created my Instagram to prove to myself and to everyone that it does all grow. And I wanted to make it easier for everyone to grow. So uh, all of these missing materials that I always, um, whenever someone would go to Europe or to the States or anywhere where I knew these products were available, I'd always ask them to bring me things. Uh, so sometimes people would go to the U.S. and they wouldn't tell me because they know that if I knew, <laughs> I would give them this huge shipment of seeds to bring back. Um, I even asked someone to bring me earthworms uh, at some point. 
Yeah. And now I, I sell earthworms. That's awesome. <laughs> so this is a yeah, full circle moment. Well, they moment. say that necessity um, is the mother of invention. So if yes. you don't have what you need to do what you need to do, you got to find it and bring it to where you're at. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I created Phantom More to be the store that I wish I had found when I was a beginner. Um, so um, with a lot of suppliers, including one of our favorite suppliers, SmartPots, um, we offer what gardeners uh, would benefit from growing organically in, uh, in our climate. And our climate isn't as so different than growing anywhere else. It's just shifted. Um, so, for example, people in Europe or uh, in the States, um, in, most, in some states would have a, a, the frost period where they take a break and uh, a lot of yeah. plants will die. Some would overwinter, but a lot will. Uh, it's the same with us. Some plants will, they won't overwinter, they're over summer. Okay. Uh, and some will die. Uh, and for us, we can either decide to take a break or to withstand the heat and uh, grow heat-loving plants. So um, I, I just think that it's um, a misjudgment when people this you know, misregard the, the, yeah. the weather yeah yeah I, I i've heard the middle mm. east summer definitely compared to uh like you know the winter yes, in the northern hemisphere and but even at the same time like you said there are still some plants that you know will survive in those harsh conditions you just have yes to, and some yeah, will thrive exactly yeah exactly um mm -hmm. now i there's this plant called Egyptian spinach. No, sorry, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Malukhiya in Arabic. It's an Egyptian uh, leafy green. It's what they create jute from. Uh, this does amazingly well under the full sun at 114 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. So this was a huge surprise to everyone when we started growing it. And now it's a staple for everyone nice. in the Middle East to grow in the summer as a cover crop, which they can eat. And it's very awesome. nutritious. So um, some things will do amazing in the heat once right. you try them. Yeah. It all goes. You, you, know, you don't know until Hashtag. you try, right? <laughs> um, yes. I saw yes. in 2019 that you were chosen by HGTV uh, to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest gardening class. Um, how did they select you and yes. what were you teaching there? Um, so they selected me as the highest, the, the gardener with the highest following in Arab speaking. Um, um, they chose me as the person with the highest following in the Arab speaking accounts. Um, and it was to create a workshop slash lesson. Uh, and we had to uh, go over a certain number to break the highest. It was for the highest lesson. So it was, we needed to break 286 participants. And to me, this was a huge challenge because I have a problem with public speaking. Um, so um, I had to break a lot of, uh, I mean, this was to me a big challenge and it was amazing. I came fully prepared and we did, um, we also gave, gave uh, giveaways with um, using SmartPots and you guys were gracious enough to send a rush order. We had, a, we had to make a very quick order um, and those 300 participants got uh, gift SmartPots um and they had to plant transplant something into another smart pot so each one got two smart pots to go and we got approved with the guinness certificate nice and it was a very very successful um 
event, which I'm very proud of. Yeah, not many people can say that they're a Guinness Book of World Records uh, holder. So, yes. you know, congratulations. I've never expected it. Yeah, so I, thank I saw you. some video of the event and, and it looked like, you know, there were a lot more people than you guys even expected there. So there were some logistical yes, challenges yes. with just accommodating everybody who wanted to Some people came in from other, yeah. Some people traveled to attend this event. Can you imagine? That's that's awesome. They were, not everyone was from Kuwait. Yeah, so it was like a meet and greet slash this event. And um, it just goes to show you that how, how big of a gardening community we have now in a desert yeah. place. Now, so let, let me ask all of the countries in the Middle East are de have desert yeah. climate. How, how many followers do you have on your social media channels, roughly? I have on Instagram, I have almost 290,000. Uh, and then I just recently uh, created a TikTok account, which is uh, two months old. Uh, I have there um, 48,000 uh, followers, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lazy with TikTok. I'll, ju I'll just I'll just upload my reels, to be honest. Nice. So I'll create the reels and I'll, yeah, I'll upload them. Nice. On are, are most of your followers in the Middle East or are they all over uh, the world then? Yes. Yes. Um, because I'm, um, I'm very keen on uh, posting in mm -hmm. Arabic just to make up for the lack of, now there isn't a lack with the popularity uh, at, the time, at this time. But back when I first started, there, there weren't any, um, Arabic uh, content creators in this niche. So, uh, so I made sure to, uh, to post in Arabic. And so my, uh, most of my following is Arab speaking. Makes sense, makes sense. Arabic speaking, um, yeah. Now I saw that- uh, Yeah, that's what yeah. we need. Now I saw that you had uh, partnered with Trueleaf Market to create a line of seed packets that were in mm -hmm. Arabic. And I think that's a really cool idea as I would imagine that, you know, pretty much most of the seed packets that are currently being sold in the Middle East are probably in English. And, you know, I'm sure the younger generation knows a good amount of English, but maybe not so much the older folks. How, how did this project come about for yeah. you? This project was always um, on the back burner. You know, I always wanted to do something like this um, just as a, uh, as a gift for, from me to the to my followers, because um, I didn't have to do it. Seals, uh, seeds were selling anyway, but um, I know that yeah, a lot of people were having trouble with the instructions, and not just because of the language, but because of the instructions themselves. Because when something, when the seed packet tells you to grow something indoors four weeks after the last frost, what will someone in my oh, region so do? True. So this was even to me. Yeah, this was, um, in my case, uh, very confusing when I was starting out. I was lost as to when to grow what. Um, so the seed packets will work with our seasons specifically. Um, we use the metric scale, so everything had to be uh, changed. Um, even the degrees, centigrade, Fahrenheit, everything had to be catering. And even the seed descript descriptions I made to uh, match what we found here in growing these varieties ourselves. So it's very, it was very uh, fun to to make these seed packets ours. And even the pictures, most of these pictures were from our garden. Nice. So um, this was very cool. Yeah, and I I plan to even have my customers' pictures uh, on the on the packets in the future, and to create more packets in Arabic so that at one point we only have Arabic seeds on the website. 
um, this is yeah. my dream. No, that, that's an awesome uh, initiative. Mm -hmm. um, now, getting into, mm -hmm. I guess, Thank your you. favorite like plants to grow. Um, what would what is your favorite plant to grow, uh, specifically in a smart pot out there, and why would that be? Um, I didn't. I didn't find a plant that didn't do well on a smart pot. Smart pot, if not better than in the ground or in a raised bed. Um, you can imagine I have twenty raised beds, and I still grow in smart pots, and I still in install more and more and more smart pots, only because of the results we're getting. Um, so I grow everything in smart pots, from vigorous growing uh, plants like pumpkins and tomatoes, and 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 to uh, leafy greens. Uh, and I love growing um, different kinds of basil and uh, I'm a big pesto uh, pesto fan. So I grow a lot of leafy greens for pesto because my nice. kids love it. And um, yeah, I grow everything in smart pots. <laughs> it all grows in smart pots. <laughs> it all grows, yeah. And uh, when, when we started getting introduced to smart pots, I, when I saw that cannabis growers preferred smart pots, it opened my eyes because I knew that they were they would only choose the best and with the fastest results, yes. you know. So um, so this was an eye opener for me when I first yeah, went into this. Yeah, uh, I I have found that cannabis growers generally are the most accepting of like new ideas, new technology because they're you know just mm -hmm. on the hunt for the best and the most, and uh, traditional yes. agriculture kind of follows behind uh, them. Um, Yes, now, and this is why we also um, we also like um, this past year we partnered with Dr. Earth, and this is also something we uh, we kind of uh, got inspired by from cannabis growers because it's also a favorite amongst awesome. uh, yeah. So uh, we uh, yeah we work with Dr. Uh, Earth as well. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Milo from Dr. Earth was one of our first guests. Yes, on, uh, on the I enjoyed. I enjoyed that episode you know, very much. He was, yeah, he was such a treat to much. interview. He's such a nice guy and such a great advocate for gardening mm -hmm. in general. Uh, love doing that interview. Building the soil. Yeah. Um, now, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. do you have any gardening mentors or influencers that you follow? You know, besides Milo kind of being a, tra a trailblazer, uh, is there anyone else that you like to pay mm -hmm. attention to? Um, so back in the day, um, when I didn't find any local or Arabic uh, uh, people to follow, um, I was uh, big on YouTube. So um, so I enjoyed Growing Your Greens by John Kohler. Um, there's this uh, channel by this guy called Ray. It's I think it's pronounced Praxis something. It's a very old YouTube channel. And then currently, I enjoy uh, Diana from Homestead and Chill. But the thing I like the most right now is that around me locally and in other countries in the Middle East, the, my mentors are now the people who just now started gardening and are killing it because they have a shortcut into everything. Because um, myself and other uh, uh, gardening creators have made it so easy to, um, to make it work from the start, if not from a couple of, for a couple of seasons. So, um, so I'm learning so much from just the people around me who are also creating content so it's it's a beautiful amazing gardening community absolutely right now. uh i always say like even the master gardeners are always learning they're they're you know 
you know, I, I forget a lot of the tips that I learned. So even just relearning things yes. and, and kind of getting that back into my mind. Of course, is, you never stop. It's always helpful. Um, do you have mm -hmm. a favorite gardening tip for growing in the Middle East? Um, the most important one, I think, would be to uh, to follow the seasons correctly, to look at what successful gardeners are, are their tips about um, the correct timings to start uh, some plants indoors. Um, head starting seeds indoors is a big thing sure. also here. Um, so at the end of the summer, we at the end of our summer, we start our tomatoes. So it's the exact opposite of you guys. Uh, right now, we're watching our tomatoes give the end of their life and um, creators in the West are uh, starting their seeds indoors. So um, the timing, the uh, watering is important. Um, just, um, I don't like to get so technical with gardening because to me, and I wish it is to other people, it's like, um, it's something relaxing and uh, fun and it shouldn't be um, so technical and uh, worrisome and it shouldn't be right. a chore. So, um, so for me, the biggest tip is just enjoy yeah, it. Have fun in the garden and you'll want to yeah. be there. Yeah. Have fun in the mm -hmm. sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I guess getting into, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the summertime, what is still growing, uh, for you in the summer? Um, we have a lot growing in the summer, actually. Um, we can we can provide shade and we don't have to but if we do provide shade we can still plant um, sweet potatoes peanuts uh, New Zealand spinach Malabar spinach um, melons okra um, some types of basil and um, yeah and there are some biennials that will make it but I usually like to start everything fresh the next year um, and sometimes I just let the drip irrigation work and I sit back and wait until the next season, but it does nice. live through. Nice. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've done a lot in kind of a short time frame. What are your plans for the future? Um, I think as much as I, I, I think I, uh, me and my, my colleagues in the gardening community online have done to uh, spread awareness and to make gardening cool and trendy and get people gardening. I think we still have a lot of work to do. And um, the influx of new gardeners during the COVID uh, lockdown showed us um, how, how little people know about gardening because so many people wanted to garden, but they had no idea uh, how to do so. So um, I think I, I want to keep making gardening attractive, cool, easy, um, friendly, okay? And uh, I want to do more to serve Arabic-speaking um, uh, gardeners in the future. So uh, more to Arabic products. Um, I want to create more yeah. to help them. Yeah, until until everybody yeah. has, you know, a, a plant on their windowsill, you know, there still is opportunity yes. for us to expand and, you know, be advocates for the gardening community. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And to just teach kids about food. Yeah. I think in general, you know, especially in the United States, you know, we have a, a lack of knowledge of agriculture and, you know, what is in our foods. Um, so the more that we can, mm -hmm. you know, be advocates for uh, eating healthy and, you know, a, a healthy, sustainable mm -hmm. lifestyle, all the better. So we're, we're totally on board yes. with you on, on that. So, 
Um, mm-hmm. Alzana, that was basically all the questions that I had uh, for you today. Uh, where can people get in touch with you uh, on social media? What What are all your handles that you're using? So I have one handle, which is it all grows. Yeah, uh, and that goes for Instagram and awesome. TikTok. Are you on YouTube as moment. well? I try, but I'm not. I don't consider myself. Okay, on so YouTube, so no. mas- mainly Instagram. Then. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I I have three kids. I'm running after, so this is the extent of what I'm. I can currently well, do. Spe- yeah, maybe yeah, in the well, future. Well, speaking of, you know, we definitely appreciate your time here. Uh, it's uh, it's evening oh, time you. uh, where you're at in Kuwait, and morning time over here in the United yes. States. So. Um, I wanted to thank you for joining us today no. and for being a strong thank smart advocate. We we definitely appreciate your work out there. Thank you. And I love smart pots again. And uh, thank you for having me. This was an yeah, absolute pleasure. It was pleasure. great to meet you. And hopefully one day we can meet in person. Inshallah. This is a new word maybe for you. It means uh, oh, God I, willing. I, I know or hopefully. I, I, yeah. I know a little bit of Arabic. You know, inshallah, huh? Okay, so that's inshallah. Thank you so much, Elzina. See you. Bye bye.